We're getting better. We're getting better. We're getting there. Super hyped about it. Okay. Conversation is on our way. Interesting. Hi, everyone. Okay, so today I just want to also say the date because we're going to change up the intro a little bit. But it is the third of November, twenty twenty. A lot has happened this year, and I can't believe it's already almost the end of the year. We have like what、uh, six weeks till Christmas.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't even know where time went. Yeah, I really actually、gone. went to、um, out to with my friends th-、mm-hmm. like a few days ago, and you know QV in Melbourne. Yep. There was there was a big Christmas tree there already. So wow, yeah, time flies. But, That's crazy. But anyways,、um, today we have another cat, another guest. Do you want to introduce introduce him? Sure, sure, sure. So everyone, this is this is Max, my friend. We know each other from work. But Max, say hello. Hey everyone. And today, I thought it'd be fun to talk about gaming, or specifically gaming addictions and things like that. So everyone's gone through different phases. Well, I think I'd say most people would have gone through some sort of gaming phase, like whether for like I guess for more girls and things like that, it's like Sims and stuff like that. Or like <laughs> back in the day, I remember I used to play Maple Story. That was fun. Oh yeah. Or like <laughs> even then, like web games, like Neopets and like Club Penguin. And- oh, that's throwback. That's, that's throwback. those are throwbacks, yo. Um, I remember at one point I was like playing a Disney Winks Club game, like. <laughs> Oh, oh, totally spies, totally, totally spies. Oh, wow, bro, you're <laughs> actually putting me in such a throwback right now. I'm, I'm gonna search this up. I used to watch that on Disney Channel, Winx Club. Yeah, yeah, Winx Club and and Totally Spies. I remember、um, we like back.、Uh, I don't know, you know when or how old I was, but it was like every Sunday, like all the kids would get together and we'd like crowd around like the gigantic computer and be like. What's on the Totally Spies game? <laughs> and it's like boys and girls. Okay, we did not discriminate. Yeah. But yeah. So tell me about you guys. So my gaming background is pretty much like yeah, those web games, and then a little bit of Maple Story. I went through a phase of that, and then afterwards, not really too too much. I don't think.、Mm. Yeah. What about you guys? Max. Oh yeah.、What? Well, in terms of gaming, pretty much played the whole spectrum. You know. Start off as a kid playing the Nintendo sixty four Mario.、Oh, really? Wow. Okay. You started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the... <laughs> oh, gee. Probably <laughs> sowed a seed that's you know <laughs> with me today.、Mm. And then one day, my dad, I don't know, he, I think he threw out the Nintendo and just replaced it with a PS, a PlayStation. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. This is this is pretty cool, you know. Played Crash Bandicoot for years. Oh my god, Crash Bandicoot! Oh my god, what a throwback! So much nostalgia, and then you know, progressively move on to the Xbox, the Halo franchise, wow, and the COD, or the main、mm. game.、Mm. Probably the biggest game I spent most of my time on was WoW, World of Warcraft. Do you and, still play? Do you still play WoW right now? Not anymore. It's been about three months. That I sort of quit,、mm-hmm. which it, which involves、um, saying goodbye to all my WoW buddies and uninstalling the game. And that's actually so big, dude. That's huge. That's like a yeah, real cleanse. I, I But... had people. Sorry, you, you go. 
So uh, continue. I was I was going to ask like why did you quit, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. Let's. You know, you think it's easy to quit the game, but um, it's almost like being part of a gang because mm. you're in a team and you know you, you've kind of cried tears and blood together, and then you you suddenly say one day, oh, "I'm not going to play anymore," and mm. you know you start getting notifications nonstop and people asking to have yep. a conversation with you <laughs> and then it's, i heard i've i've never played well but i know the community is very very tight. very big and very and tight as well because um do you know Recful? oh yeah yeah Recful. yeah so um flo you probably don't know this but nope. Recful is a streamer a twitch streamer mm-hmm. and he was i is he one of the biggest max he was the OG streamer who paved the way for everybody else. He showed. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, he was one of the OG um, Twitch streamers, and this this year, like like maybe mid year, he committed suicide. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, yeah. So wow. Yeah. Although I never played well, I always loved his streams because he's just really funny guy, and he was yeah. probably one of my favorite streamers. Um, oh yeah, agreed. Yeah, and when he passed away, everyone in the game. Like they gathered all around in like a church place oh. in the game yep. and just stood still and standing silence just for him. Wow. It was pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, I watched wow. a video about that. Yeah, yeah, that happens but, a lot. Mm, yeah, but that that just shows like just just shows how gaming can really bring a lot of people together. Hundred mm. mm. percent, especially games like WoW, where it's almost a uh, getting to dark territory, but substitute for life, where mm. you can—it's a virtual life, literally. Yeah, but it's a virtual life, literally, and people sort of almost live more of their lives on that game than real life. Sometimes, mm. Mm. I agree. Do you think it's bad? Good? Bad? What do you think? I think it comes down to the, the, the person, like person to person, if they are aware that mm. you know they're spending probably more time in the game than doing other things and they're okay with it, like legitimately okay with it, then sure, like it sounds like you know what you're doing, but when it's used as an escape or an addiction or you know, a way to just run away from problems and denying that, then that's very very dangerous. Just a as bad as a probably heroin addiction. Mm. Yeah. So speaking from your own um experience, did you think it was you were addicted? Did you think it was bad for you? Oh yeah, I was addicted and a little bit in denial. And <laughs> <laughs> looking back on it, you know, all the signs were there. It's it's on my mind literally every second of the day. Even probably didn't get a good night's sleep at all for months mm-hmm. because your mind's always active and it needs a taste of this virtual game. You just you just want to be in the game. So you know, you work Monday to Friday and then. You hope to sleep on a Saturday, but you don't. You wake up even earlier than work because you just want to jump right back into it. Mm. Oh, but then when did you start playing WoW? Like what age? Oh, I was probably fourteen, so year eight. See, I think this also this this plays a part in terms of like gaming addiction and and how engrossed people get and or it turns into like an escapism kind of route. Is because of the age that people start playing these games as well. Yeah, it's like if you're starting in your teens, you know, the, your puberty years and things like that, where you're there's a lot of brain development, 
and when you're meant to be, you know, out socializing or, you know, doing day-to-day things, it is another form of socialization, but it's like the convenience and, you know, the fantasy virtual reality and that alternate life type thing. So I think that definitely does play a part in terms of people continuing and continuing to love the game, but love the game to the point of an addiction, I guess. But I think there's a very fine line, but like Max said, I think it's definitely how how they feel, how okay they feel with their life being like that. But that's the thing, though. It's like when you're 14, do you know what you want to do with your life and things like that? But it's but... also like, um, but I think because people around our age, around like tw- 20s, um, they're entering like re- like quote unquote adulthood and like quote unquote real life. It's mm. it's really hard. So that's why I think it's really easy to go go back on games because in mm, games, especially yeah. in like like WoW, they they're straight like straightforward objectives that you have to, mm. you know what you have to do. Structure, next. right? Yeah, there's structure. Right. There's structure in the game. So mm. Like for let's say for WoW, I I never play WoW. Like what what's the what's the next thing you grind like play for? Like you hit dungeons and you kill the next boss and yeah. you become progressively stronger so you can yeah. see that progress but in real life yeah. you don't see that progress mm. yeah. yeah exactly so, yep infinite grind <laughs> you, get a, you get a see the results yeah right so I guess that's why we this is such a big problem these days like everyone like just like you said everyone started playing games um, in the like childhood or mid, like early teens then use that, stru- use that yeah use that structure with in um, high school as well. High school is a lot of structure. Like mm. your teachers um, always asked you, "Oh, have you done your homework? Have you studied this?" Then when you mm. move into uni, and the the professors and tutors don't care about you anymore. Mm. <laughs> the and the only structure you have is is in the game. That's kind of where you you go. I think as well, the other thing is that, you know how games nowadays, like if you compare when we all started, when we were youngest started playing games versus now, Mm -hmm. also the other difference is the monetization part. It's like us as adults have money (laughs) and disposable income and we get to choose what we do with said income. (laughs) So, yeah. And then I remember, like, I've only really played a multi, what's it, MMORPG, so... Was it mass multiplayer online role playing game? Yep, that's um, it. The only one that I've played is Maple Story, and I remember mm. like obviously when the first phase of the game came out, it's like you know you grind, you're like mm. just trying to get to level thirty was just like such a feat type thing, mm-hmm. and and then they introduce like the cash up where like you can pay to get kind of like bonus outfits yeah. or bonus scrolls to kind of like beef up your um, your stats on your items and, and equipment. And then I think nowadays the game has evolved to the point where like people can level up a lot faster, but it's very, very common for anyone to, to actually, you know, hit 200 type thing. I think everyone has definitely invested money into the game. Oh, yeah. Ha- have you guys spent money on games? I've never spent money on games, but what about you guys? Oh, you guys know, well, I'm a bit of a sucker, like, League <laughs> of Legends. Oh, yeah. Cosmetic things which do nothing at all, but appearance-wise, and I still bought a whole bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, but, but they, it was like an alternate reality you know? type thing. Yeah, <laughs> they they work, you know. <laughs> so, like, if 
if you get you can spend money on bags and like clothing in real life and shoes and shoes just to make it look nice yeah <laughs> you you can i can justify buying, buying things in game yeah <laughs> sam have you ever paid money for any for um, a game yes but i'm very i'm very hesitant unless like i really really want it or like mm. i see value like i think but i've bought a few things. I've never bought anything cosmetic though, because is it like was, scrolls and stuff? It's just like maybe like functional stuff and like battle passes. That's a that's a very um, popular thing in a lot of games now. So battle passes are like, um, it's like a um a set amount of time where if you play more of the game, you get more rewards. So that type of thing. Also, like what uh, in Maple Story equivalent, like EXP scrolls. <laughs> uh, kind of, kind of, pretty kinda. much. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, but generally, I'm very hesitant on spending money on games uh, because I, I know I'll feel guilt, really guilty about it. <laughs> I feel oh, really guilty that. about it because of my parents. Because mm. I remember, so besides the you know the Wayne's Club totally spy stuff, actually, Max, when you said <laughs> the uh, like Mario and your your Nintendo console and things like that, that threw back, threw me back to, I think the first PlayStation we had as well. And that's how my parents used to incentivize me and my siblings. <laughs> it's like, if you do well in this test, we'll give you a new game. Mm. <laughs> and I, and on my, like, I used to have a folder of these games because obviously it used to be CDs back then, right? <laughs> and on the back of it, you know, like, well done, la 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 la, this is your game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd never, yeah, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't bear to like ask my parents to spend money on a game. Like, I just knew that my parents would just be like, what? What? Why? <laughs> so just that just never happened for me. <laughs> Respect to that. Yes, I'm did, good conscious as a kid. <laughs> did you guys' um parents ever like control how much game time you guys had? Mm, personally, for me, no, not really. Oh, I mean, it kind of was lumped within like TV time. Mm. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that, you know? that was me as well. That was me as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Max. I, Oh, I, I literally had no limits. Oh. <laughs> Free reign. <laughs> That's the addiction. Yeah. Like, but I, I had like quite a lot of control from my parents. Um, I like just like TV time. I I remember there was this piece of paper that my mom printed out. Um, printed. that straight straight up, they, she printed out, typed up in a weird, a weird doc the exact <laughs> times I can watch TV. Wow. And like, onto a piece of paper. Yeah, on a piece of paper next to the TV. And I would have to look at that time. Wow. If it's not time, I, ca- I cannot touch the TV. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's good parenting. <laughs> that's really good parenting. I, I don't know. I, that's what I'm, I want to talk. That's what, kind of, what I kind of want to talk about. Um, because I was such like un, under so much control, right, and restrictions, that oh. made me want to play more and watch TV right. more. So right. I, and I would, when they were away, I would sneak like, of course, I'm gonna to touch the TV when they're gone. You know, like <laughs> you think I'm dumb? You think, I, you think I'm that honest as a kid? No way. So when when they're away from home, I I just turn the TV on. It just um, made me want to play the computer more and like watch TV more. So I'm not sure if that's good parenting or not. Like yeah. how? What, what do you guys think? Um, I mean, I think it also depends on like how what your friends are doing. If your friends are because. 
I think growing up, most kids are very peer oriented. So it's like if your if your friends are like, oh, they can watch TV anytime, or like, you know, they can play games, or like, oh, they have this new console and things like that. You're just kind of like, I want that too, type thing. Yeah, but I mean, yes and no. I think it just depends on how strict it all is because I think my parents were very conscious of it, but they weren't. I not as strict as that type thing. So mm. yeah. Max, what do you think? Yeah, I was more coming from a personal view where maybe I would have liked to have a bit of tightness and controls because I literally had just uh, free, free range to do anything I wanted to do. And naturally, I didn't really <laughs> find studying as fun as playing, you know, Crash mm. Bandicoot. So. Yeah. Mm. So how, how about this? If you guys were, pa- were parents and you had a kid right now, how would you treat screen time? Oh, it'd be very different though compared to what we were doing because now there's like, you know, there's tablets and iPhones mm. and smartphones and everything. It's, it depends how old they are, um, mm. what stage of life they're in, whether there's social media involved. Mm. Uh, but it's more so, I think, for me, the way that I would be doing parenting would be um, kind of walking them through priorities. It's like, okay, so what are we focusing on? Like, have you done your X, Y, and Z before you can go do whatever else you want type thing. Does that make sense? It's like mm. you need to do your homework and everything or the set amount of this before you can touch it type thing. Mm. Yeah, or I don't know, actually. It will, it will depend when that actually happens. Because the alternative is like if you actually sit your kid down like an adult and be like, this is what this is for. And then this is how you can treat gaming and things like that. And then if you use it as a reward, then you can kind of self-sustain yourself. But hmm. what about you guys? Max, speaking from someone who thinks he was addicted. Yeah, if I had kids, um, it, it's, a, it's a really tough one. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> Would you like, give them free reign, or would you would you give them a schedule like Max's, like Sam's parents did? No, I, I see the merit in both. You know, mm. giving giving tight controls sort of prompts the the child to want to rebel, perhaps. Mm. And you know, if you completely take it away, they may be missing out on something important. Perhaps it's. Yeah, it's, it's a bit hard for me to answer on the spot at the moment, so I'll pass to you, Sam. <laughs> hmm. um, if I had a kid, I I think I would try I would try not to have like re- tight restrictions. Um, but I I think for my kid, I just want him or her to know the importance of of things in general. Self control. So like, yeah, have, having self control. I I hope my kid is smart enough to be self aware and like, oh, this is. This is ruining my life. I I need to stop doing this. So mm. I don't know. Um, I think the communication part is important, yeah. and I think that's the difference because you know if your parents explain to you why like too much TV or too much gaming or too much of anything is bad, and you can understand it, and as well, if your kid is you know developed enough or smart enough to comprehend, you know how gaming and entertainment or social media affects our brains mm-hmm. and our behavior, you know, it's kind of like, a, like a, what do you call those uh, slot machines and things like that? Or like gambling, yeah. casino sounds and lights and everything. If they're, 
if they can understand and grasp even the basic concepts of that, then I think I think that's good enough because then it's kind of like their own choices and they're aware of it. Whereas yeah. if you just kind of impose restrictions, they're kind of like, oh, they don't understand why. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that's think, why, I think that yeah. makes a lot of sense because yeah. my parents, they impose restrictions and um, I'm a big why, I'm a big why person, right? I want to know the reasons why why people do things, why why things are like are like as they are. And mm. I think when you you talked about communication, I thought back about why they restricted me. And I think the reason they gave me why not to watch TV and play computer games was like, oh, bad bad for my eyes. Bad for your eyes. And that was not a good enough reason. Low jokes, twenty twenty vision. <laughs> that was not a good enough reason for me. So I guess that yeah. Not not good enough to deter me from watching more TV and. You know know what's funny though? It's because like I think for me growing up, even like I know because my parents told me that too, but (laughs) I remember like all of us have twenty. Oh, Sam, do you have twenty twenty? Oh no, no. My vision has got worse since lockdown. (laughs) Staying at home every day. No, but I remember as a kid, whenever like I came across another kid who had glasses, because I have, I've always had like good vision. Every time I came another kid that has like really thick glasses or something like that, and I was like, oh, you must have looked at the screen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then they will be like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I play TV, uh, I watch TV or I play games a lot or it's something like that. And I was just like, oh, so I kind of like solidified that in my head. <laughs> do, you, do, you wear, do you wear glasses, Max? I don't wear glasses. I have actually perfect vision. Funnily yeah. enough. Yes. It's, does not, see, it does not make sense. <laughs> Max is a black, black swan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect so, example. But it did apply to me, though, because, uh, because of lockdowns, all I do is look at screens now because... Work. Yeah, work. Then after work, it's like playing games or like talking to my friends online. So... Have you gotten a pair of blue light glasses? Yeah, I have. And my screen, my screens are so good. Yeah, my screens. Uh, um, I made sure to buy a monitor that has the flux. Has flux. Oh yeah, help. yeah, the nightlight thing. Yep. So. Yeah. Hmm. So, what do you guys think if? What do you guys think you would be doing if you weren't gaming? If gaming was never part of your life, do you think your life would would have been better, worse? I only had a very, I guess, minor or not not such a prominent part of my life that was gaming related because like I have a Switch and <laughs> we had like PS I think we had PS like two, three, four, I'm not sure. Never had an Xbox. But for me it was a good balance because I pulled gamification out of that. Like playing with the store and things like that. It's how sometimes I get tasks done and things like that. I would kind of put a point system on my task list of like, you know, imagine like I needed to get to next level and I needed to, in my household, it'd be like, do the dishes, do the cleaning, do this project, um, do these, uh, send this email or something like that. And that's what I pulled out from it. Um, but I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing because I think I also use gaming as a social mechanism for like, because when you're playing like the PS4 and things like that, oh, what's that one? What's that game when the first webcam thing started coming out? I can't even remember what it was now. 
the Nintendo Wii, but I had the one even before the Nintendo Wii. I don't even know what it was called. GameCube. GameCube? No. It was a plug-in for, I think, PlayStation, I think. But anyway, um, but I use the Nintendo Wii as, like, more of a social thing because, like, when mm. friends come over and everything, then everyone gets together type thing. Yeah. So that was for me. So I don't think gaming, from my experience, was actually that bad. It was actually good, but mm. it, it also didn't kind of hit that point of addiction type thing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? Max? Well, what I'll be doing if I wasn't gaming? <clears throat> well, I guess since quitting well, I had a lot of spare time <laughs> to fill. <and laughs> but, I've been doing. But yeah, taking a point from uh, Flo about gamifying real life, I guess, I guess real life is also another kind of game. Just spending that time working on new habits. So a few things I did was quit gaming, deleted pretty much all social media, and mm. now I've been doing things like working on meditation, reading, mm. exercise again. Nice. And yeah, just trying to level up in real life. life. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Leveling up in life. But let um but going back though, if like all that time playing games, if imagine if you never played played well, what do you think your life would would be now? Or would it have been worse? Would it have been bad uh, better? What do you think? Knowing myself, <laughs> I'd probably the game. <laughs> I'd probably just be wasting my time doing something else, like maybe <laughs> watching TV. Because this game addiction is it was a big part of a form of escapism. So <laughs> you know, I think if I didn't play games and I didn't play it all the way through, it, I'd just be escaping life through another means such as gym or yeah maybe badminton so yeah i'd probably not be not be much better off to be honest (laughs) good time and have a wild community (laughs) yeah it just takes a it's gonna run its natural course and realize Mm. i guess this goes into like a bit deeper like why why is this such why do we all like see a need to escape from real life? Why do so many people see the need to escape from real life and go into games where they can actually find some sort of happiness? You know, I think there's a level, there's like a, an like a second life's like a rebirth type thing. You know, you can have any kind of personality, you can really design your life. So I think there's that sense of also control. Mm. Um, you can be any kind of character you want or kind of shape it to exactly the way you want or make it look like the way you want. Um, but as well, you can kind of adopt an alternative personality because I think for a lot of people, the whole social aspect of interacting with other people, it's, it's a lot more confronting, whereas in games you have like an avatar or like character and things like that and everyone's kind of, yeah, Keyboard warriors type thing. Oh, so yeah. Big agree. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think it's that aspect of, you know, you don't have what you're born with and your current situation of life in the game, everyone, it's like an even playing field type of thing. Like anyone can be anything. Whereas in real life, you know, it's like 
um, the background you have or like the, the, the age you're at or um, your cards are dealt. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty but bad. in the game, you can do whatever you want. Be who you want, anywhere you want as well. Because that's oh, also the, sure. it's like the digital thing. It's, you can be connecting with people from Europe, from the States, um, from Asia. You don't, you're not geographically bound as well. And you have access to all of these people on the internet as well. And they are also all doing the same thing and designing their own characters and, you know, living the virtual life. Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess it's a bit easier to, to make friends because you're all like doing the same, ta- like tasks mm. and versus in real life, like let's say you go on a date or let's say you're going with a friend, you have to decide what to do. <laughs> and that like deciding what to eat that's already a big problem with friends like, so but <laughs> in the game problem. like you all have a common objective and you just you like it makes you work together to um achieve achieve that goal so that's right mm. just jump on and do it yeah yeah so games a lot of benefits but a, yet a lot of downsides to get to it i guess I think there's a lot of benefits in what it can offer, but it's also a very steep downhill, very deep, deep pit that you can kind of like fall into. And then if you're not, you don't have enough control type thing, you can just get stuck. And it's very easy to also, it's also the access to the game, I think, as well. You know, you can just jump in and then instantly be something else. Oh yeah. But I mean, I think as technology continues to advance and everything, there's a lot of gamification in the way everything is run. I think just keeping people interacted and things like that, like uh, their gamification of like productivity apps or work work platforms and things like that. Mm. So there are things to be learned from it, definitely, but. Yeah, it's like any other addiction. You have to be, you have to confront it in a sense. And if you're going too much, then you have to deal with it in a way. Otherwise, it'll just take over your life in a sense. Mm, Or it also depends on like, you know, whether you can actually sustain this gaming lifestyle. That's the other thing. But but a lot of people have used gaming to sustain the, the whole life, right? Street oh, yeah. streamers, like um, um, competitive e- esports, e-sports. Players. Yeah, yeah, it's massive now. Like entertainment. Yeah, Korea and China. I'm pretty sure they have TV TV channels just for just for gaming. Oh yeah, pretty, they do. yeah. 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 They have university think, courses too. Exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. It's it's so big now, and pe- like growing up, and if I'm not surprised if my kid grows up. Uh, if I have a kid and he grows up and he says, oh, "I want to be a professional esports player," I like even I, I I dream of that. If I can be that, I I would rather do that than work corporate nine to five. You know, so <laughs> an athlete. yeah, kind of, much of an athlete, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty pretty much. So you, okay, if your kids told you that they wanted to pursue like a gaming career, mm-hmm. what would you say? Um, I would see how good they are first. <laughs> gotta be realistic like i, I definitely want to like i because in tft the game i play right i mm. in this season i like my peak was 
like rank like around 120 in in the whole in all, all of Australia. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm not nearly as good enough to compete. So I gotta be gotta be realistic. Yeah, we all want to do like <laughs> like like um, be professional esports players, but I don't think everyone can do it. So yeah, if my kid asks players. <laughs> I'll look at their rack first, and if <laughs> if they're not good enough, I'm just tell her, "Come on, come on, kid, get good." Max, would you? What would you say to your kid if they said, "Like, I want to be an esports professional player"? Well, I'd probably reinstall well and be like, "Show me what you got." <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> then I'll change the question a little bit. What would you say if your kid was like, I want to go to a gaming academy? Because let's be real, it's going to happen. Hmm. Like, you know, it's like, you know, you train to, train to be an entertainer or you train, like, you know, you hmm. go to university and train to be a, a programmer or something like that. You train to be a, a K-pop idol type thing. Hmm. It has to be training for a gaming career. So it's like, yeah. What if he, what if your kid said that they want to be a pro gamer and they want to go to gaming academy? Well, I think right now, as that industry, as um, like how mature that industry is right now, it's definitely not not very mature. Oh, so yeah. I don't see the value in that right mm-hmm. now. But I'm not mm-hmm. sure about the future. If they were, if I had a kid right now and they they said that, I'll I'll definitely reject reject that <laughs> reject that because i haven't heard any like esports player um come out of a, a, an academy you know like a prestigious esports academy i've never heard of that like all the big esports players right now literally like kids who started at fi- playing this game at five years old and right. yep and they just they're just naturally good so naturally good what is it literally What's the uh, what's that uh, metric? Is it movements per actions per minute? Actions per minute. <laughs> for some games, yeah. For some games, yeah. like StarCraft. Kind yeah, of metric. So... But if they're training to become an entertainer, I don't believe in that. I think um, you gotta kind of have your natural talent. Kinda, yeah, natural p- talent, natural like personality, natural like marketing skill. Like, let's say like the one of the biggest um, Twitch streamers right now, like Pokimane and like Pokimane, like, like Disguised Toast. I, I can't think of anyone else, but their their personalities are very um, engaging, entertaining, yeah, and, and entertaining. That's why people watch them, right? Yeah. So Our charismatic. Yeah, but for me, let's say I'm a Twitch streamer, I don't think anyone will come to watch me. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you never know, mm. man. <laughs> I don't don't tell me. <laughs> so, Just try. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, def, def's not to my kid if he says that. <laughs> probably would be like, yo, how much is it going to cost? Oh, I, I don't think it costs that much. You, uh, just need a, you just need a setup, right? You just need a setup. Oh, no, I meant like if you if you were I'm going to a gaming kitty. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't even it's think like about that. It's like tutoring. Yeah, pretty much. So, Guys, maybe we should start a gaming academy. <laughs> Sounds like good money. <laughs> But we don't, the we don't have credibility. <laughs> <laughs> so who would come to us? <laughs> that's what that's what the retirees of esports professionals will be doing. 
They'll be starting their own academy and they'll be like, we were the best at one point and now we will impart our knowledge and wisdom and training onto the next generation. Mm. I can see that happening. <laughs> I can definitely see that happening. <laughs> who, who knows? In the future, like these, um, like you, you Esport universities might become a real thing. So, esports, maybe. I mean, dedicated universities? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, consider happening. Because I'm pretty sure, like, there are some in, like, especially in Korea and China, that they train them, train kids up just for a specific game, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, because they do that hardcore for, like, um, badminton, for ping pong. They, um, I know chess is re- like chess is really big in Jap- Korea. I think they Korea they train kids to play Go. You know, you guys know that game. Yeah, that, that the board the game. black and white. Yeah, the black and white. Like placing the bees on the yeah, yeah, grid. Yeah, yeah. So like chess. I'm not, yeah, I'm not surprised if that transitions that culture transitions into esports. So who knows? Hmm, okay. We will see Fair in the enough. future. Okay, last one. What would you guys say to your friends if you knew that they had a gaming addiction? Max? <laughs> um, I'd probably ask them, are you, like, how are you going? And are, are, are you, you happy? Aware? Yeah, like, are you, are you happy? Are you aware of this? Like, are you truly happy with this? Like, I get you love and play this game. Are you aware of how much time it takes up? Are you truly happy with this? And just a just a general check on them, really. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and Sam. Because mm. I'm a d- deep like believer that if you you yourself don't don't want change, you'll you'll never change. Mm. So I think mm, I think I would go with like a similar approach. Like putting, mm-hmm. like try to make them self-aware, which is so. I would ask those those questions to try to um, switch that that side of their brain on. So, mm-hmm. but if they were really addicted and um, want to quit, they they themselves have to put in the action and time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I think my question would probably be more of the: Is what you're doing right now sustainable? And do you want this to be the next five to ten years of your life type thing? Yeah, but if you think about it from like a sp- talking to someone who's smoking standpoint, asking that wouldn't really help, right? I think they know it's bad for them, and I I think they know they want to stop, but their body just can't stop. So yeah, but then then you kind of like put in other things. It's kind of like okay, so you you have a look at do they want anything else out of life type thing for the smoking thing? Then it's mm-hmm. like. Do you want to be fit and healthy? Do you want to have, um, when you have kids and everything, do you want them to be smart kids as well? Because you'll influence their behavior and things like that. Hmm. So the point to that. But I think that's all for today. I think we've made good time. Mm-hmm. I want to say thank you so much, Max, for jumping on today's podcast and talking about gaming addiction. I think it's been really interesting. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Really good talking to you. No worries. No worries. Glad to have you. Um, we could come back in like five years time and see where the gaming gaming industry goes from there and we can t- talk more about that. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I, man. 
I definitely want to hear how how well Max is doing. Whether did did, he, did you dip back into WoW? <laughs> and, and then what happened? And how long did it last for? And everything? How did the meditation? Or did it? Did you get better at the game because now you're like you know more calm <laughs> within your senses because you've been meditating and training your mind. <laughs> All these things just to get back to WoW. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Running, <laughs> but yeah. Full circle. No, I'm kidding. But it'll be interesting to see nonetheless. For sure, for sure. All right. I think that's enough for today. We'll we'll see you guys next week. Catch you guys next time. Bye. See ya.